We hear the distant sound of footsteps on marble floors and muffled voices slowly getting closer to a dimly lit descending stairway. The footsteps echo through a tunnel lined with vaults adorning impressively ornate locks. Urkel Short comes into view, holding a lantern and descending the stairs into a tunnel of vaults. He shines a light on a stack of documents marked with a corresponding vault number. He briskly makes his way through the darkness when he abruptly stops at a faint disturbing noise. From deeper within the seemingly endless tunnel, a wailing of agony faintly echoes through the tunnel. Urkel calls out into the darkness. Hello? The wailing continues, but is muffled occasionally after loud mechanical whirring, followed by a ground-shaking boom. Brisk steps begin to move closer and closer through the darkness towards Urkel. The stack of papers falls to the ground as Urkel holds out his lantern and grips his cane tightly, readying himself for anything. A pair of shiny black shoes enter the lit hallway, followed by a well-dressed Mr. Vero. Working late, are we? Ah, Mr. Vero. I didn't expect to see you down here at this time, or at all, really. Is everything Urkel notices red specks decorating Mr. Vero's right cheek. Mr. Vero follows his gaze and then chuckles, taking out a white handkerchief to wipe his face. Everything is quite alright, my boy. Just taking care of a bit of... inventory. From the darkness, we hear another guttural scream before the sounds of many loud blades cut it short. What is this? What in Abadar's name is going on down here? Mr. Vero steps in front of Urkel's view and takes a few steps closer until his face is a few inches from Urkel's. I told you everything is fine. No need to get involved, my boy. He slowly raises a hand and pats Urkel on the side of his face. Just taking care of a few rats. A tall knight in red and gold plate mail approaches from the darkness. He walks into view, and Urkel notices that his armor is not red and gold, but gold armor dripping with blood. Sir, he says through his closed helm. Do not worry, Dominic. I was just telling Mr. Short here that he deserves a nice break for all the hard work he's been doing for us. Go ahead and take off tomorrow. I'll see you bright and early on wheel day, my boy. Urkel stands and watches as Mr. Vero and the Gold Knight disappear into the darkness. He reaches down, picks up his papers, and slowly makes his way back towards the stairs. Urkel turns back at the base of the stairs, stares into the void for a moment, and then climbs up. We crossfade until we now see a slightly younger Frizzigig tinkering 
in a small back room attached to a loosely thrown together hut. He sits next to an uprooted tree stump, with various tools, beakers, and other alchemical equipment scattered across its top. In one corner, there's a bundle of torn, dirty blankets, functioning as some sort of piecemeal bedding. In the other corner, globs of clay have been built up and fired to form a furnace in which a fire blazes around a glowing crucible. Treasel slips through the curtain that separates Frizzigig's room from the outside world. Frizz, do you have a minute? A brilliant flash of white light erupts from Frizzigig's workstation, and Treasel yelps in surprise. Treasel, you, you shouldn't barge in like that. You're going to go blind poking around in here. Frizzigig slips a pair of tinted goggles down from his eyes and leaves them hanging from his neck. Desna, Frizz, I'm supposed to be careful? Let me see your hands, now. I'm, I'm fine, I don't need... Treasel grabs Frizzigig's hands to reveal a smattering of cuts, bruises, and burns. Treasel whispers a prayer and heals them. This is the kind of thing I wanted to talk to you about. Mom told me you're planning on leaving Gimgash. I, I don't know. I've I've been thinking about it for a long time. Mom is worried about it. If you leave, I can't keep fixing your hands. Why do you want to leave anyways? I don't I don't really fit in here, Treasel. You, you know that. I don't I don't really want to do anything, but I definitely don't want to stick around here. Frizz, if you just stayed a little longer, I think Dad and the others will come around. What you could do here could... I, I'm not staying. It's not happening. Did Mom tell Dad? No. He's looking for you, though. He'll probably be here soon. Frizzigig turns back around and begins working again. You know, I have to go live in the temple for six months as part of my training. I leave tomorrow. Yeah, I heard. So... So what? That's it? You don't care? I don't know, Treasel. It's not like you've been around much the past couple years anyway. What's your problem? What's your problem, Treasel? You're the one always going off on doing your own thing, whatever you want. The second I talk about doing my own thing, everybody freaks out. I'm not a child anymore, Treasel. You can't tell me what to do anymore and expect me to just say yes and keep my head down. We both know that is stepping down after you get done with your training and you're going to be the next village leader. Nobody needs me here, and that's fine. I can make it on my own out there. It's, it's better that way. I'll be fine. That's a really selfish mindset, Frizz. People here depend on you, too. At least what I'm doing helps people, and they need you. As much as they need me. I'm selfish? No, you use the good of the village as an excuse to get out of here whenever you want. You pretend like you're doing it for everybody here, but you like the attention. You like to feel special, and you like your freedom. I'm doing the exact same thing, but at least I'm honest about it. Alright, I can see this is extremely helpful for the both of us. I wish the best if you're gone by the time I'm back from the temple. Treasel turns to leave the room. 
She stops to look back and see Frizzigig intensely focused on his work. As she starts to finally leave, Frizzigig stops her. Hey, take this with you. It might come in handy. He throws Treasel a tiny glowing elixir. Did you make this? I've never seen you make anything like it. Yeah, I thought you might. I uh, needed to heal your own hands. It's kind of hard to heal yourself sometimes. Thanks, Frizz. Frizzigang looks down at his work again. No problem. Treasel watches Frizzigig as he works, somberly. And then she turns to exit the hut. It's not long after Treasel has left that an older goblin enters the hut. He gives the tinkerer a disapproving glare. Frizzigig! We crossfade away from Frizzigig and his father, and we are now in an open clearing in the deep jungle of the Mwangi. We see a platform made from woven tree branches with two identical Ikujai female elves looking at a group of other Ikujai. One wears a patterned green dress and copper jewelry studded with uncut chins, while the other wears a dark blue tunic covered with amulets wrapped in copper and green cloth. Both twins wear black leather sandals decorated with copper amulets and have long hair arranged in thick locks. In the center of the crowd, we see Kaleri step forward to face the twins. I am Kaleri of the Jaguar clan. My mother is of the Jaguar clan. We are Osa Painin and Osa Atsu of the Leopard clan. Our mother is of the Heart clan. We have heard of what has become of the Jaguar clan, and we grieve with you. The dragon Sayadi has been a terrible threat to the Yakujai, but he has never attacked an entire clan before. We are doing everything in our power to make sure this can never happen again. We'll try harder! All of the Akujai whisper at Kaleri's deliberate criticism. I... I apologize, but... I... I don't think any of you understand what he's capable of. He came down and killed everything. Everything in a matter of moments. He, he has to be stopped. Do not think that you are the only one to have lost loved ones to a dragon. Like I said, we are doing our best. But our best scouts say that the dragon Sayadi has left the Mwangi. So there's not much we can do. He, he's gone? We, we have to go after him. You will stay here in our Krivel. Kaleri of the Jaguar clan, where it is safe. You, you think I'm just gonna, you think I'm just going to hide? When that monster is out there still killing every day? It is your duty as leader of the Jaguar clan to maintain the bloodline. The Jaguar clan is dead, and I'm gonna kill Sayadi. Kaleri turns and marches off into the jungle. As Kaleri storms off, we once again crossfade until we are now panning over crowded city streets full of citizens waving red and black flags. 
The streets appear to be war-torn, but are packed with people celebrating. We pan through the streets quickly, seeing flags with red and black paw print hanging from the windows. Ahead of us, we see a gargantuan red pyramid with a black keep atop of it. It is here that we focus to see thousands gathered by the giant castle gates. And in this crowd, we see Aaron looking up at a group of people on the ramparts. The big dogs! It's the big dogs! It's incredible. It's the paws. We see a tall, chelish man with a short beard wearing glistening plate mail, a radiant longsword at his hip, and a bejeweled crown atop his shoulder-length black hair. Alvarad. There are two men to his right and three to his left. Aaron notices the three to his left as the adventurers he saw outside the Golden Gates that day so long ago. He looks and sees a tiefling with a flowing black duster and a wide-brimmed hat. A tattered mask covers his face. Next to him is an elf with short silver hair, sharp features, and a missing left ear. He wears black leather armor and carries four rapiers on his back, with the handles poking over the right shoulder. A long-pocketed scarf covers his neck, and tucked inside lines a pseudo-dragon. Yes! (laughs) Next to the elf, we see a human man with unruly dark red and brown hair, leathery skin colored like clay. His rugged face holds a tender expression. He has a thick brow and a square jaw with a short beard. He wears celestial plate armor ornamented with a sun on his chest in a pattern of lions. And then on his hip, we see a legendary glowing sword. Over time, it appears the sword has marked his leather sheath with gentle curving lines that all coil around the center. The two on the other side of this king, we zoom in and see one is that of a noble dwarf with a large iron crown on his head. He sports a thick red beard. We can draw here. On his back, we, he has a legendary bow strung, and on his hip, he has an ancient but potent magical hand axe. To his right, we see a slender and slightly shorter than average, kind-looking human. He has black hair, olive skin, dark gray eyes with flecks of green. He wears a short red cloak over his torso. Gold wreaths of fire line the fabric's edges. Dark green trousers and black boots with subtle runes etched in the heels. And aeon aeon stones rest in the air around his head, and a small wisp of flame floats nearby him. We see the human king with the crown on his head hold out his hand to the crowd. And sadly, Trevor was sick, so he could not join us, but he has sent me his audio for these bits. Oh nice. my gosh. Nice. Yes. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Attention, good people of Corvosa. It is I, your new king, Alvaron del Hammerfell. I am here to announce that by taking the throne from that wicked queen, from this day forth I will bring about an era of peace and prosperity to our beloved city. 
but this would never have happened if it were not for the heroism of these men here today. Durus Stoutarm, Frixo Stormswallow, and Mordrick the Red. Without the big dogs who play to win, this city would have been destroyed. I now officially deem them lifelong heroes of Corvosa and allies to the Crimson Throne. I now promise you that you will no longer have to worry of plague, assassins, or devils in the streets. I, and Iomide, her name be praised, will stand vigil over each and every one of you to make sure what has happened here will never come again. I would like to announce that the Crimson Throne's private military, the Grey Maidens, have officially disbanded. The Sun, Moon, and Skull Tribes of the Shawanti are now officially allies of the Crimson Throne. Better the nation be. of Yonderhof, of my dear friend, Dwahir Iron Crown, are now once again our, our allies. And finally, the Hell Knights, Order of the Nail, are officially relieved of their duties to the Crimson Throne and will be leaving Varicia for Sheliax immediately. Hell, yes! The crowd goes wild. Tears of joy stream down the faces of those citizens nearest him. Yet, Aaron seems lost in thought at hearing the words of this new king. Blackout. What is up, you guys? It is me, Chance, doing the announcements this week. Uh, Zach fell asleep, and he, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm going to roast him a little bit. He fell asleep and uh, never messaged me back, so I guess I'm doing him again, Zach. Sleeping on the job. So, uh, no, I am putting on the finishing touches right now of disc two, which I'm assuming you will listen to very shortly after you finish this episode, but... Please enjoy this finale, this two-part finale of the season one of Age of Ashes. This um, this has been a really fun ride. Um, this has been a super fun season, the first first season of our show, and we've learned a lot of things, and we have made a lot of really good memories. And so listen to that uh, pre-pod, and we talk about some of our favorite moments so far of the story. And um, big things happen in this episode. Big big things happen, and then in this too, uh, even bigger things happen. So um, really just kind of strap in and enjoy the show. Um, we've got an extra pre-pod this week. Uh, as you know, we, we missed a pre-pod in the, in the past uh, due to losing four, count them, four pre-pods uh, <laughs> audio that went missing. So we are playing catch-up, but... This one, this extra one, will make up for the one we missed, and we're, we've got some good ones on deck that you guys will be hearing in the next couple weeks. So, um, and again, think we've got a whole list of new pre-pod ideas, so we're, we're super excited to, to get into those. So thank you guys for that. Um, also this week, Hannah and I are going to be actually Twitch streaming on Wednesday. Uh, we, we didn't last Wednesday because of Twitch Blackout. 
Um, so we will be streaming Wednesday. We want to be wrapping up Kingdom Hearts very soon so we can start on some other video games. Um, I believe Zach will be trying to do Stardew this week. Um, I need to double check with him, but count on Zach doing Stardew Valley this week on Thursdays. I think he wants to continue his little series with Urkel. Uh, a huge thanks to everybody who hopped on and watched um, our boys Jackson, uh, Silas, and Ronnie compete in the uh, Project J um, Smash Bros. tournament. Um, they all played very well. It was a really fun tournament. Lots of people on there. And I believe they tripled their goal to donate to the N NAACP. So congrats to all of the guys at Project J. And then congrats to our guys for competing in that Smash tournament. Yeah. And so I think that's actually all the announcements for this week. Um, oh, uh, we are having our very first Basically Good Retreat. We are flying Zach down. Uh, he is going to Indianapolis, meeting with Ronnie, and they're going to head down, and they're all going to hang out in my tiny one-bedroom apartment, all five of us. Um, Hannah is going to be hanging out with some friends, but the five of us are going to be hanging out all weekend long, um, playing games and uh, recording some things, uh, going live on Instagram, and also going Twitch live because we are doing an AMA so after you listen to this episode, make sure to catch up with all, um, make sure to get your friends all caught up too, because we are going to be doing an AMA about our characters, about our, our show, and um, I will have to keep my mouth closed so I don't release any spoilers for book two. Um, but yeah, so check us out on, on Twitch. We're going to be doing the AMA as well as a trivia contest, a season one trivia. So after you finish this, I recommend restarting as soon as you can, and re-listening to all of it so that you will win our trivia night where we will be giving away some prizes. So, uh, yeah, but the best thing you guys can do to help us out is just enjoy the show and try to message all your friends to get caught up because you get some really fun stuff happening, uh, not this coming weekend, but the next, um, as well as getting ready for the next season of the Basically Good Podcast. So this has been Chance Gowan, and please enjoy the show. We now find our adventurers very far away from what we've just described. We find them miles underground. They've gone through deep caverns, and they've fought an entire band of mercenaries and even a goblin god. But now, they've entered a large room, scorched with dragon fire, and in the center of this strange, ancient, elven room, we see more members of this mysterious cult. We see two Chawakas, two Bugards, and what appears to be a cult leader with a glowing golden gauntlet of that of a dragon claw in his hand. And to his right, we see Vaz Lorraine scowling at our adventurers. 
and I believe the last words she uttered were, I'm sorry, Aaron, but it seems you've made the wrong choice. What do you do? only wrong choice made here was you bitch double crossing yep. the insert party name Aaron, ah, Aaron waves his finger him. like sassy like and says uh uh-uh, uh no I didn't these are my friends <laughs> <laughs> alright I, I, yeah Let's so so we've go. got these cultists and um they've got their weapons trained but um it appears that combat has not started yet is this your elaborate plan, Vaz? Hire some muscle, cover up death? For what? What's going on in here? <laughs> Vaz, Vaz says, Like I told Aaron, I did my very best to keep you all far away from this place. But now that you've made your bed here, I'm sorry, but your fate is to be killed in this hall for its secrets. And she kind of like motions around the room. She says, its secrets cannot get out. And um, and then the, the Charcot next to her kind of moves and like climbs onto this like, this big like statue in the center of the room, kind of hanging off the statue like with one hand and the other, he has his gauntlet. And he says, we are the Cinder Claws. We have come from deep, from the deep Mwangi jungle, and we will take over this land. And then he stops, like, mid-sentence, and he looks at Vaz, and he says, You did not tell me that we would be fighting another Chosen's child. And he points at Kaleri. I have nothing to do with you or your kind. In fact, I am here to slay you and your kind. Whatever you worship, I am here to dismantle it. You say you come from the Wangi. Why why are you here? How have you gotten here? You say you wish to fight us. Yet, are you not mocked by Hedahek's chosen Sayadi? As we are, You've been marked by... No. I was not chosen. I reject any choosing that was done to serve some foul beast that slays the innocent. No, my goal is to kill Sayadi. I do not serve him. <laughs> Blasphemer. Then you shall die in the fires of the Chosen One. Sayadi. And then he, like, points and motions. And he says... Attack these blasphemers. Roll for initiative. They're going to die. Could have handled this diplomatically, but we're going to have to make some monkeys too. Uh, Initiative of 27, if you were wondering. Wow. 17 for Urkel. 22 for Aaron. So, like, Clary got 27, and if you take 10 from that, 17, that's what Urkel got. If you take 10 from that, that's 7, which is what Frizzy can come. Oh, no, that's yeah. a natty one to kick off the night. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, Alec got a 15. And Renale got a 23. Whoa, pretty good initiative. There she is. 
And Vaz is still going to go first. Calling it right now. Calling it? Let's see. Vaz has got some splaining to do. We're going to have to pin yeah. her down and crack open a couple bottles of wine and ask questions back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> For the rest of the night. She's got a lot of explaining to do. That uh, Chavarkov captain has a quite a bit of explaining to do explaining. as well. How much do we have to roll on a strength check to uh, <clears throat> remove the infinity gauntlet from his hand? <laughs> Sever it clean off. <laughs> so, starting this round, we see this cult boss, this cult leader, in his one like gauntleted hand as he hangs from this kind of this like statue, this elven statue. He says, he says, Dahek, bestow on me the power of your fire and bathe these blasphemers so they may know your greatness. And he holds his hand out. Oh no. And he shoots out a little red bead of energy. We are so right. far away. Oh no! Near you. <laughs> everyone, run! Oh, um, <laughs> I need everyone to make a reflex save. Uh, awesome. it's it's fire get time. Get it, that one. It's fire Uh-oh. time. That's gonna be a burn for you. Oh, Alec! Alec got a natural twenty. Twenty. Nice job, Seventeen. Total of twenty-nine. Nice. Total of twenty-five. Seventeen. Seventeen's a fail. 20 is a fail, 29 is a pass, Woof. and 25 for Aaron is a pass. Woof, dude. Okay, Alec got a success. Everyone who made a success is going to take half damage. Everyone who failed is going to take full damage. Here we go. Here we go. Give me full damage. Oh, jeez, I'm actually terrified now. This is fun, and now it is not. Here we go. Death. That's, that sounds like a D12. Rolling around. The heft. The heft of a D12. That's three D12. No, 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 no. How many uh, D12 is that? Urkel and Kaleri, 20 fire damage. <laughs> Whoa. Yow. Yeah. Whoa. That's a scorcher. Feels and then like Greta. Everyone who so succeeded is gonna take ten. Still, there's All right. so much. Trinil oh, no. soup hitting my face. <laughs> this is just like the uh, guardian. Um, what do you call him? The guardian laser from Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yes. Minecraft. Yes. Yes. Um. Hey, our first fireball ever. Okay. Um, well, he is going to end his turn. And then next on the initiative block is going to be Kaleri. Okay. Kaleri is going to take out and drink a potion. Because he can. Okay. Um, so that's two actions. Yeah. So I'm going to drink a lesser, a lesser potion, which is 2d8 plus 5. Got one lesser and one minor to my name, apparently. Um, and I'm gonna heal back 16 points of damage. So a good chunk of that, thankfully. Back to 50. 
Um, and then for my third and final action, how close do you need to be? I need to be standing in that spot. Okay, then Larry is going to move up here. Right there, yep. And that's where I will end my turn. Move was up that closer. one move? That was one You get move. ready in action. Now he no, popped a pot. I popped a pot. Oh, that's two right. Actions. Those two. Okay, they were right. Mm -hmm. I forgot. Sadly. That'd be my turn. Okay. So Clary goes. And now it's time for the for the Boggard boys. Yeah, Go Clary's right ahead. Try to hit me, Boggard boys. That's going to be a... Um, that's going to be a step from first Boggard boy. And then... He is going to try and tongue, tongue wrap me. Tongue wrap. Clary. I've seen many a tongue in my day. Oh, Yours is okay. nothing. Twenty-seven <laughs> tongue wrap. That, that tongue wrap. It's a little me. something. It's a little okay. something. Wait, 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 wait. Is that against my um, athletics? AC or against my AC. AC. Oh yeah, that hits. Okay. <laughs> um. So three, only three bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, but now you are grabbed, and you, unless you, like, can, like, get rid of it or, like, kill it, essentially, you are not able to move 10 feet away, farther than, farther than 10 feet away from this bunker. Did you say three bludgeoning damage? Three bludgeoning. I ain't taking none of that shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I ain't nice. taking none of that. Okay. Uh, it's last attack. It's coming at you with a club. Oh, more bludgeoning damage, please. Come <laughs> uh, kids. <laughs> and that's only that's only gonna be a nine. Or no, that's actually a okay. Yeah, nine. Okay. So that's its turn. The next on deck is Okay, wait, Chance. Aaron. So I, I cannot move, but it isn't restricted in my other actions, correct? No no no, you can you move. move you feet. just can't move farther than ten feet away. Okay. So yeah. you're kind of like stuck to Um, can I see Kaleri? Um, yeah, if you like, yeah, you, you can see her. Okay, that's good. Um, <laughs> I am going to cast Blur. Ooh, that's amazing. That's what I'm talking about. While that's amazing. While using... Reach spell the meta magic, so that I can do it, not having to touch you. To touch me. Nice. Um, and so now, Clary is concealed, which turns out to be a five DC. Um, whenever a creature like attacks you, they have to roll a five DC, flat five. So. Okay. I'm invincible. 25% mischance. 25% mischance. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. That's what I'm talking about. Big, That's the kind of big, play I signed up for. Big brain. <laughs> it is a big brain. Aaron. Is that your turn, Aaron? That is my turn. Big brain plays. Okay. In that case, we are moving on to Renale. Um, you need to see that half spider, yeah, half human there. booty again. Yeah. That thing was awesome. At least from League of Legends. <laughs> yeah, she's all she's comfortable with you guys now, I think. I think she was like nervous about doing it in front of you, but now that she you guys are cool, she is I think going, she knows you guys are cool. 
Yeah, she's going to change, change shape. So one turn, and then she is going to turn into this giant spider, and then she is going to five, fifteen, twenty. 25. Uh, and then, yeah, boom, 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 move here. That's her turn. So now she's this giant spider just, like, darts over to these, like, Charakas and is engaging both of them in melee. Yes. Uh, that is that is Renale's turn. And then next is going to be the other bogey boy. He is going to You try to tug move, me, too. A lot of people move, try to tug me in this game. Move to flank. Okay. And then he's going to swing his club three times. Go right ahead. Or twice. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's going to hit. Yeah, 18. Try again. Um, and then another 18. I'll try again. Okay, oh, so wait, you can't. <laughs> oh, I didn't even roll my miss chance, my flat checks. So, yeah, these two guys are just, like, swinging around Clary, trying to hit her, but it's like, nice. like, they're just not able to do it. Um, and now it is Charka number two is going to go. one. Uh, it is going to attack Renale with its sickle. Oh, that is going to hit. Oh. Renale, don't become Ganale. Yikes. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, boy. <laughs> Critical miss. Uh, so that's a hit. It's going to do seven slashing to Renale. Okay. Okay. Uh, next attack... Natural two, she's fine. Good. Last attack, natural five, she's fine. Um, now it is Vaz's turn. What's, what's Vaz going to do? Vaz is going to... She's going to say an incantation, cast a spell on Here we herself. Go. Oh, yeah. On the herself. second she hits us, mm. that's not good. She's going to. She told us we chose I know, that. but... No. So she casts a spell, and then she starts to cackle, and she says, <laughs> And you see, boom, 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 boom. There are now four different vases. What the... That are swirling in her place. What the... What the heck? 75% mischance. Is that like displacement? What is that? Hey, it's a it's a one-e spell. Um and then that's gonna be her turn. And then after Vaz goes, it is Urkel's turn. We can use Kage Five right foot here. step. It's, it's a mirror image. Here. Oh, mirror image. Player knowledge. In I'm Player going knowledge. to use quick action to pull two daggers, one, two, Ooh. at the 
blubbering monkey right there. Ooh. I mean, uh, the frogman. Oh, frogman. Attacking Kalere. We know how Urkel's majestic. Uh, 24. Whoa. Okay. Okay. 24 is a hit. Okay. okay. You were saying. Uh, ah, you not and it's my change. strength strength mod, right? Strength Damn mod? Much. Yeah. Huh. Wait, uh, I, I don't want to ruin anything, but are you, are you guys level three or four? Four. four. Do you, did you add that thing that you got, that feat? What? News to me. No, 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 no. no. Okay. I was thinking about it, but no. Oh, I you didn't? You I didn't don't have, I, yeah, I don't, no, I have it. I have poison weapon. I just don't okay. have anything on me that's like strong enough. Oh no! Like... Remember, you get you get the basic ones. Yes. You get basic ones for free. That's a D4 of extra damage. Always. Yes. I mean, I guess I'm just trying to figure out if it's worth it. I would almost rather take the risk and get the extra plus three damage instead of wasting an action. Oh no no! It. Well I I. You would put them on before battle. Oh, That's shoot! Yes! Then I'm doing that. <laughs> yes! We'll cut no, it. We'll I cut didn't know. Sorry. I was like, I thought you had to take an action to do it. Urkel well, pulls you, out you sickly do. green looking daggers. There are, yes, there are <laughs> dripping daggers that I pull out of the sheaths. Throw Gritty. one. Uh, gonna roll damage. Poison damage is freaking three. And then four max. So. Plus uh, your strength bond. Yep, three, nine damage on the first. Nice. Okay. So and and you rolled an extra d4 for poison. Uh, never mind. Ten. Ten for yeah. Ten total damage. Okay. Yes, I did okay. roll the extra. And you again. get you get those you get equal of those poisons equal to your level. So you should have four. Yes. And I'd imagine so the other dagger has it. one on it. Yeah. So I pulled one okay. two. So ten so ten damage to the first bunker. Yep. Second is a natty. Minus, is it minus five on these? Minus four. Minus four. four. Okay. Uh, plus 20, 23 to hit. 23 to hit is a hit. Also, Urkel doing work. Urkel doing workle. One and right. four plus three is eight. Damage. Second. Eight damage. Boom. Just two, two daggers sink into this bugard. And are you doing, you're doing this one? Yes. Hold tight, Kalari. I'm holding Very as tight as I can. Good. That's my turn. Okay. All right. Urkel is a throwing knife master now. He has gotten better <laughs> since his uh, time with his birds. Been doing a lot but of throwing Urkel, axes. Throwing axe it bars. It's Alex's turn, and he is going to charge into battle to help out Kalari. 5, 10, 20, and then. Boom. He's going to flank this Bogart that has her tied up. And he is going to swing. He's not going to swing at the Bogart. He is going to swing at the tongue. Yeah! Yes! And he is going to perfectly hit the DC of that tongue. Yes! Nice! There you go. And I need him to roll. And he rolls 14 slashing damage oh and severs gosh. the tongue. That's Damn. nice. Wow, Alex. And blood spews everywhere. 
cocky asshole like, ha-ha! <laughs> I got it. the hit! <laughs> it's too easy! And he says, he says, Clary! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Something about not being tied up. Uh, Larry, oh, my yeah. tongue is the only one that's allowed to touch oh, you. Oh, oh my goodness. That's disgusting. Oh, no. Cut it. Cut the mic. <laughs> Cut it. Uh, Cut the mic. Uh, it's time to that is Urkel. It's that is happen. Uh, Alex's turn, and then the other Charka is going to attack. <coughs> okay, no natural twenty so far. I'm waiting for From it. either party. It's a lot of rolls um, from the bad guys and the basically good guys. Yeah. From the bad guy, excuse me. Okay. First sickle attack is a miss. Second is a miss. Third is a miss. That's what's so like this giant spider is like just dodging all these little monkey attacks, keeping them busy, distracted from you guys is really what she's focused on. And last but not least, Frizzigig of the Flame. What do you do? Frizzigig is going to move up. Whoops. Uh, he is going to uh, move in behind Kalere. He's going to take aim at at the big the big monkey boy. Monkey chief. Uh, and it's gonna throw some stuff. Throw him. First, he's gonna throw an acid blast. And knock everything <laughs> Knock over the acid Wow, dig it through his backpack. That was amazing. That was, what sound effect would we use for that? Uh, <laughs> I, throw an acid I, I, I did roll a natural 20. Wow, <laughs> the first natural All 20. Right. First, oh, wait, that's the wrong, that's the wrong oh. sound bite. Oh. Oh. There it is. Uh, and I love when Silas rolls nat 20s because it's the magic crit. Send them to hell. Send I could. Send I could just send them to another blade in this combat oh, immediately. Man. Dude, this is amazing. Um, okay, go ahead and do the damage. So double damage on this bomb. Okay. Oh, wait. It's an acid flask. Acid so that flask. is uh, double, double dam is... Uh, so he takes four splash damage, then I guess, and then and then so the so is the persistent. It's damage? persistent, yeah. Yeah, persistent would be critic, so like double. Okay, damage. so wow. it would be forty-six. Forty-six. Okay. Wow. At the end of his turn. Of persistent damage. Mm-hmm. Incredible, yeah. though, dog. That is okay, huge. but but he takes but he takes four slashing. Or four splash. Four splash damage, and then four d six. That's crazy. Uh, but the, the effect of your crit card is funny bone. The target lasts uncontrollably until the end of its next turn. Yes. While while laughing, it is slowed one and can't use reactions. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. That is card. incredible. That's that. So this monkey is just like. It's <laughs> just like going crazy, like laughing maniacally. Oh, uh, yeah, like and and uh, mirror image Vaz is is also staying next to him, so she would also take the splash if it happens to hit her. Oh, did you do splash? Like yeah. you did like actual splash? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hmm. Let's see if it hits her. How do you do that? Give me, give me another a separate attack roll, Silas. That's all we do. Oh, okay. Or With no, 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 no. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. So I'm gonna roll. Okay. 
uh, acid splashes over and it hits one of her, one of the vases, and then it goes poof, and it like disappears. Now there are only three of them. Oh, that was actually Sick. big brain. Yeah, wow. that's really yeah. good. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to uh, throw an alchemist fire at, also at the monkey dude. Okay. Flasher. Okay, it was another good roll, but it's minus five. Wait, is it minus four or five for range? Minus five. Minus five. It's minus five unless it's agile. Agile, right. Bombs aren't um, agile. Um, so. They're not. Uh, so 21. 20. You think a 21 is going to hit, hit the this cult leader? What if I ask nicely, Chance? That's a miss. That's Dang a miss. it. Well, he still takes um, a splash damage. Uh, then it takes, uh, yeah, two, wait, yeah, two splash. Does Vaz, oh, you have to hit him for Vaz to take the splash, No, right? yeah, he's the only one who takes splash if I okay. miss. That's the biggest. As yeah, long as it's not a crit miss. Um, okay, so end of round one, pretty good round. Very good. Um, cult leader is just going to, like, uh, you know, climb, he's, like, on top of the statue, and he is just going to be able to laughing maniacally end of his turn he is going to make a dc flat check 15 you got rid of one of those turns that's actually huge got a nat 10 so roll me 46 damage oh my god that's unreal dude crit crit on a on a persistent damage is is big brain yeah huge brain okay oh three big rolls and one small one 17. Wow. He's melting. He's actually melting. Mm. Yeah, man. Sad day for my boss. Uh, Great day for the heroes. Let me hear it, boys. (laughs) His turn's over. Clary, what are you doing? The tongue is no longer attached to you. Your turn. Clary is going to allow the hate to fill her body, and she's going to rage. Then she is going to use one of her level four feats, swipe, which is two actions. Oh boy! And so she can attack two enemies within melee range of her. Oh so my she gosh! Is with one attack roll and compared to their AC. Oh, that's so oh my gosh! So if I were to attack a third time, it would be at a minus ten. But for okay. the first attack, they both consider they're considered the same attack. So kind of pog, just a little pog. Medium uh, pog. <laughs> Medium pog, mid pog. Medium pog. And that's Solid a 26 chance. 26, <laughs> 26 is a hit. All right. So each of those boys is going to take 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage. Dude, your swipe does some serious damage. One is looking incredibly low. Uh, the one that... Um, Urkel threw his daggers at. The other one is still still fighting on. All right. That's what I'm talking about. I'm digging it. That is my turn. That, that was three actions. That will be my turn. All right. Clary's turn. Oh, wait. You, you don't do anything for your last action? No, I swipe his two actions. Set. Otherwise, oh, but you, I rage. But you have three. Oh, you rage. Uh, okay, in that case, uh, Bugard, is, he's going to get revenge. He's going to go for you with his club. Um, Hit you with a stick. Club can't stop me. Um, <laughs> yeah, only only 16 on the first attack. Not a hit. That, that's revenge a of the Sith. <laughs> Jumanji. Jumanji? Oh, not a natural, natural 19. Okay. But, but it's got the minus 10 
Yeah, not a hit. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. Uh, then the pop. next, then the uh, no, the now it's uh, Aaron's turn. Aaron, do uh, it to him. You didn't even roll. You didn't. I guess they didn't hit, so you didn't have to roll the flat check. Oh man, yeah. Make make sure I remember that next time. Okay. Big whiffs. Um, are so player knowledge. Did y'all make your items magical? Your weapons. Our items are magical. Our weapons are magical. Okay. Calary and Urkel have, yes. Okay. And then Frizzy well, has Well, I guess I do too now. The magic well, dagger as well. Yeah, I have the magic dagger. Okay. Um, what does magic weapon do? It makes it, it a also plus gives one it striking. striking. Oh, striking is huge for me, actually. Okay. Oh, well, then. Actually, yeah. In that case. For how I long? Will... For like 10 minutes? For one minute. Yeah, that's still 10 rounds of Calary doing 2d12. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna pull the same strat and uh, metamagic reach and magic weapon Calere's beautiful sword. Yes! And that okay. does that is a so, stack with my current magic, right? Yeah, so you don't get the you don't get the extra plus one, yeah. but you do now get striking. Whoa. Yeah. Says so the target becomes a plus one striking weapon. Calare's raging. She's and just turning Tyson into like a and in, in Arkham Asylum when they're injecting this stuff and you're like all the like yeah. really nasty yeah. <laughs> mutated people prisoners that's you Kaleri is a massive wrecking ball right now dude she's just Renala is gonna crit, go for uh, Renala seeing the situation she is going to move she's gonna step here and then it's going to attack this guy Ooh. natural 19 look yeah. my dang thunder just helping you out. Oh, it's fantastic. Welcome. Yeah, you keep uh, doing you. <laughs> 32. Wow. Holy. Renale. Big Glad she's on our team. And she is going to sink her fangs into the, like, the top right shoulder of this bogard and is just going to sink him in and then he just falls to the ground dead. <laughs> Dingo. Woo! That's right. That's right. One down. Five to go. Let's get it. All right. And that was her turn. Now it is... Oh, that one's dead. Okay. Okay. And then now it is Charka. He is going to... They're going to throw... Pick up some rocks, and they're going to throw debris at Kaleri. So here's a rock incoming. Okay. Natural three is a miss. Um, an 18, though. 21, is that a hit? 21 is not a hit, actually. Okay, and Great. last one an actual tank is also now. a miss. Also a miss. Actually a um, tank. That was its turn. Now it's Vaz's turn. Wait, that doesn't hit you even when you're reading? Nope. Whoa. She's going to move. So boom, she's going to move. And then she is going to cast a where did she go? She just moved straight back. Oh, sorry. It's in the back of the room. Hell yeah. I need, I need Frizzigig and Kaleri to make fortune saves. She's a rat bitch. I hate Here her. We go. All right, I'm, I'm okay at that one. Man, Okay. that's just so sad. Okay. I have one hero point, right? Or am I out? Look at her. You're out. She's just so sad. I'm out. <laughs> right. I just loved her. I don't know. It's a 17. Eight. 
Oh, that's a nine from your girl. Oh. Total nine? Total nine. I rolled a two and that two. What? Okay. Jesus is so bad. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a total Whoa. ten. My bad. I forgot to update my fortitude. Total ten. Good. I rolled a seven. The difference that's between a miss and a crit miss. That's and what did and what did and what did uh, Frizz get? Seventeen. Frizz got a fail. Claire got a critical fail. Uh, um. So failure. Uh, tendrils of darkness curl out from her fingertips and race through the air. Uh, to know where this going, is going. It was going too well. you take you take five points of negative damage, and you have one one persistent bleed. Okay. And then Clary, you are going to take ten damage and then two persistent bleed. Well, that's you said that's it right. was it was negative damage. Does that mean I can't heal past it? Uh, no, it's just the type of, of damage. Okay, so it's just. Five, for yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Yeah. I think could have been worse. Could have been worse. Do you think so blur counts DC, for this? DC. I, I don't think oh, it oh, does. Oh, oh, I don't think. I'm not sure it does. Um, but I'm just asking before we get too far. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I don't think it does. So that's her turn. Um. Okay. And then it's Urkel's turn. If I move here, can I flank this guy? Or is move he unflankable right now? Uh, no, you, to flank, you have to draw a line between you and someone else. Well, I'm you saying, is flank. he engaged with, uh, Frizz? No, okay. no one's engaging him. I didn't it, has be, it has to be melee. Okay. Yeah. Oh, melee okay. range. Cool, cool, cool. That makes sense. Uh, okay. Then I will go, um, yeah. I will stride over to this boy, and I'm going to draw my striking rapier that I picked up off the beautiful girl. Uh, beautiful warrior. And it is also laced with some, some poison. And I'm going to attack this uh, 26. 26 a hit. Okay. 14 points of damage. Urkel. Ursul, Urkel stabs Ursula. this bugard yeah. and he crumples to the ground. Yeah, Excellent. boy. Quick draw, knife, big monkey. Across the room. Uh, 5, 10, 15, T's. Is that 20? Well, hold on. Oh, I can hit him. Yes. Quick draw, dagger across the room. Nice. Quick draw. Last one, last one. This is the answer, the call dagger. Sailing. Uh, so that's... Uh, minus four is like, it's 20. 20. He ducks his head as he's laughing maniacally and it flies across the room. It's the wall. Shoot. I will need to get that before I go. Remind me. Okay. That's it. That's my job. Urkel's turn. Alex's turn. He is... Let's see. Oh, oh this I? guy's dead, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um... Alec is going to five, 
He's got a dash over here. He's like, it's like I'll take care of these monkeys. You go after the mate, the the laughing one. He's such a racist. I'll take care of <laughs> these monkeys. <laughs> Somebody Ooh, call the police. <laughs> Alec Montague, 20, 28. 28 against this Charaka. Nice. I love him. And that is exactly a crit. So two D12s. Good information. Information. Oh, crack die. Crack die. Thirst for information. Um, <laughs> D9. 20, 21 damage. He just charges in and just cuts this Charaka's head off. Oh my god! Alec is metal. He's metal. Yeah, I thought these these uh, combat rounds were taking a little bit too long, so it's good. We just kind of needed to whittle it down a little bit. Yeah. Alec, your turn. He's made of metal. He's an Iron Man. He, he half cares too. He's like, I'll take care <laughs> of this monkey. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> this goes flying, no problem. I'll take care of these monkeys. <laughs> I was going to say we should put that on a t-shirt, but I definitely think we should. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just the face of a Jarika. Uh, We're going to skip on. I'll take care of these monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frizz, what are you doing? Oh, oh, it's me. I'm going to... I think... No, yeah, I think I'm just going to throw uh, Alchemist Fire. Okay. 23. 23 against, I'm assuming, the main main. Uh, yes, yes. He's got a... That's going to hit him. It's going to what? It's, it will be a hit. It will. Yes. Okay. The boss is a lower AC for you. Feels good. Hey, man. Um, let me point out, make sure I'm right. So that's... 11 base damage. Plus... Another two splash of 13, and then three persistent fire damage. Woo! Double persistent. He's persistent. He doesn't stop. All right. And I'm gonna throw another one. Hey. Okay. Oh, actually, he's immune to fire. Just kidding. No! No! Shouldn't know. Hey, goblins on top. Splashing. Crashing. Uh, getting everybody. Yeah, yeah it's like a 16. <laughs> 16. So unless it's a crit miss, which I think we've proven that it's not, uh, he takes another two splash damage. Two splash, okay. All right. I think that's all I will do. All right, big boss's turn. turn He stops laughing and he's like, "Ah, ah," (laughs) and he looks down at Kaleri and says, you may have been mocked by our Lord Chosen, Siadi, but you are not one of his chosen children. And he like holds out his gauntleted hand at Kaleri, oh, no. and he says, and he says, Dahak, crush this blasphemer. And I need you to make a fortitude save. Fortitude save is not my coin. Okay. Uh, can we get some prayers in the chat for Kaleri really quick? <laughs> Oh my No, Ronnie! Stop it! What'd you get? That's my second natural two in a row. No, no. This is what we pay for. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you still have your tier point? No, nope. No. What okay. is, uh, yeah, we got an F in the chat. I like that. Uh, <laughs> chat well, what's the, the, what's the final roll, Ronnie? 
17. That is a critical miss. Oh, no. What do you add HP wise? And it's bat and it's basic. I'm at 40. So, so I want I want you to know this. Basic saving throw. Yeah. You take double the listed damage from the effect. Yeah. Okay. Is that in yeah, that's double that's double. <laughs> is that, what okay, is what is your what is your max HP? My max HP is fifty-four. Fifty-four. Okay. And what is your current HP? 40. 40. Okay. Listed listed damage for his spell. And I'm going to open the veil a little bit. He is using the harm spell, and he is using the, the two-action version. So it's a range of 30 feet, and he is going to harm you. So that's one. So level one, 1d8 damage, and then it does an extra eight damage, right? So one D A plus eight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is heightened to third level. Whoa. For every time it is heightened, it in- the die increases by one D eight, and the extra healing damage on the two action version increases by eight. Okay. So, as written, is three D eight plus twenty four. Doubled. Plus twenty four. Plus twenty four. He also has the ability that changes his 1d8s to 1d10s. <laughs> so that's th- that's 3d10 plus 24. Times two. Times two. So is that 6d10 plus 24, or is that 6d10 plus 48? Sounds broken, boy. <laughs> yeah, clerics are broken, dude. That's uh, your rules guy, rules guy, what do you think? Okay. Well, precision okay. damage doesn't double. You know that. It's, it's either, it's either six, it's either sixty ten, plus twenty four, or sixty ten plus forty eight. It's one of those options. Which one of them puts me down? So is it? Down. It's the question of does the does it double the plus eight? Yeah. What's the what state what states that it does double? Like just uh, a crit? Basic. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a it's a basic saving throw, critical fail. You take double the listed damage from the effect. And where is he getting that one more time? Because it's a fortitude save, and Claire rolled a critical fail. Uh, shit. Um. I I think it's I think if you're reading it it would be sadly the 48 but okay okay for us yeah are we doing are we doing first e rules where if I take no okay. yeah, it's not first e is not, yeah you got so so normally any any amount of damage is going to drop you right drop you down and, and then you do the dying saves right so it doesn't, it doesn't matter Unless, from one source, you take double your HP and damage, you're permanently dead. I don't think... Are you, sh- like, in 2B? Double in your two max. Oh. Double your max. If, if double your max damage. Holy... In one attack, you are permanently dead. If he deals, if he deals 108 damage, he's dead. Yeah. I don't know if it's that's It's unlikely, possible. but possible. 
So Kalari, so I'm dead. So 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 okay, your yeah. double your damage is 108. He's going to get 48 in, right? So that leaves 60. Oh, that leaves 60, right? Yeah, 60 10. So like you have to you yeah. have to roll. Yeah, I, I got to hit perfectly. I, yeah. Okay, so so you're fine. You're fine. As long as I don't roll max damage six times in a row, Kalari's alive. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We got First a 10, roll. boys. First roll. Is it 10? It is a three. Yeah! There you go. All right. Sorry. Easy so, I mean, three. I don't think three, it's worth Then max damage. Then max damage. So 13. And then 20 damage. And then 25 damage. And then 33 damage. <laughs> And then, what, did I say 35 or 33? 33. 33. 39 plus 40. 48. Yeah. So we're looking at 87 Woo. points of damage. 87 points of negative damage. And just cinematically try to imagine that. And this, yeah, this, this trauma causes. It's like, die heck, crush this blasphemer. And then you just see, like, just darkness. Just darkness from, like, un, like out of nowhere. Just engulf Kalere. And you just feel, like, sucked and, like, crushed like a soda can. And Kalere falls to the ground. And the darkness is gone. But Kalere is just in a crumbled heap on the ground. Pretty much dead. And that's his turn. And on hit the end of his turn, he is going to roll a DC 15. Oh, did you? I'm going to get a four. So he's going to take three fire damage, and Frizzigate give me 46. Yeah. For acid. I'm dying. I just got, I got smited, dude. I got freaking smited. Yeah, you did. 14. 14 plus three, so 17. That's what I'm talking and, about. And the fire he's, and the acid is just stacking, and you just see he's literally melting it on fire, and he looks like this crazy, like, radical, like, c- c- evil cleric, just, like, laughing as he's burning alive. Like the Nazi dude in Indiana Jones. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I picture. But way slower. Uh, way I, grosser. Clary, Clary, give me a dying save. DC 11. And I got those twos out of the way, so maybe I can stabilize myself here. All right, here we go, boys. 16. I'm stable. You're stable. Okay. Uh, Aaron, your turn. So, it's... We did it a little bit wrong. Did what wrong? The, the damage on that. How so? Okay, so it says... This, for the two-action version, it says the spell range has a 30 feet. If you're healing an undead creature, increase the HP points restored by 8. The plus 8 only comes with healing undead. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, and then it says when you heighten it, increase the damage by 1d8. And extra healing for the two-action version increases by 8. So it's just 6d10. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. You only dealt 39 to me. With yeah. the D, I'm alive. I'm standing yeah. at one hit point. 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. Really? Yeah, yeah. dude. You dealt 39 to so me. I had 40 hit points. Okay. Get right. I stand here, baby. <laughs> and I get to I... take my goddamn turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks to Jackson. Uh, retcon. Saving the I, Also, did you roll I blur? I misread. Yeah, uh, it was. Oh, it, was, was it was a direct. It was. It was. It was. Oh, okay. So I'm not an idiot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just don't know how to play the game. None of us do. I am standing. So retcon. Yes, there was not. You don't get the extra eight damage to dealing damage. Yeah. It's only the healing. So technically, he didn't deal that 48. Hey. Clary took 39 uh, and is exactly at one HP. And she is actually standing. That is so imagine much more blast. epic. Yeah, imagine this me? blast of darkness, and it just like disappears, and you're just like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like steam coming off your skin. Yeah, he's shitting his pants. I'm cracking a cold one to that one right here. You hear it on Ooh. on mic. Oh, nice. Calary nice spent some action to crack a cold one. Okay, okay. So Sorry. he is he's With like. Light. He's like Make up count. on like he's he climbed up right. Yeah, he's like he's like five feet off the ground. So, so I could still hit him right from the ground. Yes. Okay. But he's done. Yeah. I I just want to let you know right now he's dead. Like it's it. Yeah. That's he's he's dead. Chance. So. Okay. Clary, it's gonna move within five feet well, of him. Here, move here because that's technically a obstacle. Okay. Yeah, I move. I move there. That's fine. And. Uh, she Got is going to say, what would, what would Clara say in this moment? This is a huge moment. It's uh, who threw that piece of paper at me? So, <laughs> I mean, this dude, this dude apparently is a dragon worshiper and is a, he's working for Sayati. And he's kind of a jerk. He's, he and he's kind of a jerk. Yeah, he's been kind of, he's been kind of rude. Not very uh, nice. Larry is going to say the heck can sink into the abyss and Sayadi will die just like you and she's going to swing for a 24 that is a hit that's a hit that's a hit and striking 2d12 Plus four, plus another four. He's going to take 22 points of damage straight to the banana peeler, baby. How do you kill him? <laughs> oh! Yes! Yes! Oh, so oh good. my. I so freaking... Good. Just a phoenix from the ashes. I get blasted. In an alternate reality, we see Kaleri crumpled in a heap on in a mess on the ground. We flash back to the real reality. Kaleri is standing triumphantly within the within the darkness at one hit point and strides over to this monster who's melting and takes her sword and chops through his right top shoulder down to his left hip uh. and cuts him directly in half as she completely stomps on the name of Dahek and Sayadi at the same fucking time. Uh, he Poetic. falls off the statue 
and he crashes into this like fountain or whatever these like marble steps it just crumples and we see the golden dragon gauntlet like skitter across the floor leaving a trail of blood yes turning that water red it is Aaron's turn Jackson with the rules saving the day (laughs) jeez for real it's Jackson really um, no, Aaron has saved the day multiple times. This time, Jackson saved the day. <laughs> yeah. Jackson winks. Um, <laughs> I'm going to move up to maybe like here or here with the back line. Um, well, how far away does that put me? Yeah, this is good. And I'm going to pull out a wand that I'm pretty sure I haven't used today. And then I'm going to end my turn because spells cost actions. Okay. Uh, Renale is going to step and is going to attack at this Charka. Natural 17 on the first hit. Is that a critical hit? It's a 29, and that is going to be a critical hit. Wow. Wow. No. She's having dinner while the rest of us are fighting for our lives. <laughs> <laughs> and she is going to just chomp and pretty much eat and then spit out, like like engulf, and then spit out this dead Charaka. Hell, yes. Protein. And at that, she's going to kind of skitter and then get into position on Vaz as everyone oh. turns and collapses on Vaz. It is her turn. If she, if she, like, shift. dimension Warm. doors, I am so done, Chance. And she is going they always to hold it. her hands out. She is going to extend them up, and she is going to fall to her knees, and with a cold face, she shrugs and says, Very well, then. I surrender. And combat is over. Yes! 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 Noise. Chance, give us a hard fight. Jeez. Yikers. Hilary literally almost disintegrated. Almost <laughs> melted into nothingness. Just like, man. But when you think about it, really, was it ever that close at all? I mean, come oh, on. I, I, I had one hit point. That was it. Exactly. You if built I, you, you built your character perfectly. If I didn't have that DR <sighs> from the maximum maximum dude, efficiency. If I didn't yeah. switch to splint, I wouldn't have had bludgeoning and I would be dead right now. Wow. That is true. This is true. Yes. Okay, what do you guys do? Vaz is just hands up on her knees oh gosh, and says I don't even first, no. first I'm a roll of like a freaking perception check and see if she's fooling trying to play the fool here. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure she's actually surrendering. Perception okay. of twenty-three. Yeah, perception. Um, yeah. From what you look like, this looks like a very honest surrender. She knows she's outmatched. All right, then I'm gonna slowly inch forward with my like sword towards her and wait for the rest of the party to come with me. Okay. Aaron comes on over to her. 
with his squad around, and Aaron says, What are these secrets you keep speaking of? Everyone crowding around her. Yeah. She says, She says, Well, I don't really have much of a choice anymore. This place is a place of immense power. And she kind of like motions at all of the areas. Like at like all of these like elf like um they, I mean they're like archways. There's like um five, but um or six, but one of them that you guys like entered through that broken wall, that corridor. One of them, one of the arches has been like destroyed, but there's like five still intact. And she says Aaron uh, perhaps even you, Canary. Oh. Have you even have you ever heard of our ancestors speak of the Ayudara? I think I actually know what this is. From I have just... Elven lore. So could, would I? Can I make a check to see? Yeah, now? yeah, get, yeah. Do an elf check, but also I want to hear what Jackson has to say. I think I remember reading about this in basically the the like lore book essentially when and when mm -hmm. i'm like building backgrounds and stuff but so but i don't know if it's it can i also do an elf lore check yeah yeah my elf lore is 12. elf so lore or arcana to... oh okay i can do both i'll do i'll do arcana as well um yeah highest was a 14. i have no clue 27 yeah. for elf and then i mean i don't have to roll i mean i'll just yeah. go with 27. Yeah. That's a really 27. Roll. yeah um Kaleri, you will also know this because of your background. Alright. Um, Aaron and Kaleri, you know, as elves, that elves came to Galarian via these things called the Ayudara, also known as elf gates. And they came from a distant planet and visited Galarian through these portals. And then back in the age, the golden age, age of legends, I believe, um, the elves flourished and had a great empire, but you knew that when the, when the um, star stone fell and Earthfall happened and it brought about the age of darkness when they knew that this meteor was going to strike the world, the elves decided to flee Galarian and go back to their home planet. And go, and they went back through these Ayudara. And then eventually, after the Age of Darkness settled and the, uh, the next age came about, um, the next age came about, they came back. Um, though their their empire was never as big, right? So that's what you would know, Aaron. But Clary, you know specifically that not all elves fled during the Age of Darkness. It was the Akujai elves of the Mwangi who decided to stay to defend Galarian against the nightmares of the Age of Darkness. Now, there are pretty much 
slim to none Ayudara left. Most have been destroyed. But you know, basic functions of Ayudara is that once built, they are gateways to other points all over the material plane. And what you see before you are five separate Ayudara. Oh my god, dude. Do you guys like. They're gates to other gates, right? They like link each other. Is that correct? Yeah, like there. Yeah, there is another gate somewhere else. Okay, yeah. That you could walk through and appear somewhere else. It's literally Stargate, like sci fi. That's insane. But you all know this, and Vaz says, Yes, I see. I see that you know these Ayudara. And you know. That if one were to have this power to visit other places, to, and she like points over at the dead, like cultish, she says, to bring an army from one place to another in the matter of moments, this power can bring you anything you desire. My mind is actually blown right now. So we we don't know, like, character knowledge. Frizzy no, is just kind of sitting there twiddling our thumbs. She, she's just like, this, cra- this place is crazy, all this power. And she, you're like, I don't know what this means. Um, what you talking about? What you talking about? Power. Armies. Uh, Why an Renal- army? Okay, sorry, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. No. Why an army? Why bring armies? This is You're from Breach Hill. Nothing big happens here. Where are you from? Where's she from? Do we know where she's from? <laughs> uh, Renale kind of walks up and says, she says, it is true. I saw many cultists. Many were prepared to come through por- the, the portal here and invade this land. They are still out there. It appears, it appears this gate failed, but there could be many of these same or more powerful cultists waiting to creep into this area of Breach Hill, Galarian. Aaron, what is she talking about? Galarian, what's she talking about? This, Urkel, this... These, these portals are, are from, from very, very old times. I, I didn't know any still existed long, very long ago during the age of darkness. And before then, elves used these to travel from several places on the material plane to Galarian and other worlds far away. And my people remained here to protect this this place but this has to have been no this must have been how how Sayadi and these these dragons have been wreaking havoc across this entire this entire land this and the, these what? cultists they they must have have gotten here through these oh, we we have to destroy them. We can't allow more to come through. We we have to stop this. 
Father says, no. No, you mustn't destroy these. Aaron, you must understand. Things this powerful must not be destroyed, but used. What was your plan to use them for, Vaz? I told you. I have an employer. An anonymous employer. They sent me to discover this place. To Aaron see screams, Who is your employer? <laughs> <laughs> Splashes some water on her face. Uh, Just a Dixie cup of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says, I do not know their name. But, and she kind of like, like kind of asks, like a little like, like uh, nonverbal ask to like pull something from her pocket. Is it I a gun? Holding my yeah, sword yeah. at her, and I, I nod. She yep. uh, she pulls out like a scrap of parch- parchment with a weird symbol on it, and I'll I'll send that to you guys shortly. But uh, she says I do not know the name, but they sent me this symbol. They were going to fund a venture enterprise of my choosing if I were to find this place. Your your employer, do they... Do you know nothing about them? Do you know what they plan to do with the knowledge of this place? With these powerful artifacts? Ooh. That's a scary symbol. Yeah, that's, that wow. is spooky as hell. says, I do not know their intentions, but they did promise me much and as far as opening my own practice and even using these Aridara as I please. So, not to really make Kaleri any matter that she already is at you, but you're to tell me that your your, your secret employer, um, did he also employ these cultists with special markings on their face? No, I discovered these cultists only moments before you did. Insight I, check. Okay. Yeah, I, I would also like to. Yeah, perception. That's a good one. Or perception. Twenty-two. Everybody's rolling perception. Eight. <laughs> Twelve. From what you can tell, Urkel, she appears to be honest. Hmm. I give her a look. Hmm. She says, "Yes, I." I ran into them and they were going to cut me down as they tried to do you, but I assured them that I knew this place and could help them return to the rest of their organization if they were to not kill me. You say you say the rest of their organization were were they to use these portals to find them and to bring them here? Or what? Yes, it would appear that the rest of the forces, the army that your spider friend mentioned, appears they are stuck on the other side of one of these Ayudara. Well, I'm sorry, Vaz, and I don't know what your employer wants or what kind of punishment you'll receive for failing your mission, but these have to be destroyed. I'm not allowing anyone else to be hurt. And if you have anything to say about that, well, I got five niggas here ready to beat your goddamn ass. 
goodness. She kind of looks ter- terrified, and she says, she kind of, like, pleads with her, and she says, Aaron, Aaron, you must not let them do this. You know this place. You know these these things are not meant to be destroyed. Oh, not to bring up old wounds, but you left us to rot while a goblin god almost ate us. Here's his goddamn head. <laughs> can, we, can we, hey, can we talk? Also, can we, like, wait. have a little group huddle? Yeah, can we have, like, a powwow? Also, Kaleri, yeah. does Kaleri really want to destroy something like this? Like, yeah. like, I mean, she's an elf. Like, these are, like, her ancestors. Like, I feel like, if anything, you want to respect them at least. Absolutely. I think there's a lot of things going through Kaleri's head. Yeah. I think if she knew which portal specifically led to the Mwangi, she would want to only destroy that one. But at the same time, it brings back memories of the tales of the Kujai elves remaining on this plane that they call home now. After the remainder of the elves left, it brings back feelings of the fact that she has kind of forsaken her Kujai past yeah. to join a greater cause to destroy Sayadi. It kind of brings back memories of the fact that, like, this is the old world, and if it is used to enable harming the new world, then it needs to be gotten rid of. Gotcha. There's no reason to hold on to old traditions to jeopardize the well-being of those who are currently living. Right. So I do think she has some sort of respect for heritage here. But, like, if there's a way to find out which leads to the Moengi, she would destroy it. And if there's no way to find out, then she would destroy all of them to protect the plane. Wow. That's dope. Okay, yeah, you guys want to have a powwow? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to powwow. Uh, Erica uh, and... Uh, if you want to watch her real quick, we're going to go over here. <laughs> Eric, Eric and Tron. Eric. 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 He calls him Eric. Eric, Eric and uh, Monty Man. Alec. Alec is, yes, I will watch this mercenary scum. And he walks over and kind of like holds his great sword like near Foz. She's going to prison. Very nice. Regardless. He's kind so, of bland. Uh, <laughs> Eric, right. He's kind of bland. <laughs> so, all right, uh, we're powwowing. First, first thing I... I mean, look down this hallway, and he points down the hallway that they came through earlier that has all of the, you know, uh, all of the scorch marks on it that were evidence of, of Dragon's Breath, and, and we've seen, we've seen these, these cultist dudes here, we've seen them back at Hell Knight Hill, they could be anywhere, right? So, I mean, you know, we could, with, I think, I think at this point, it's safe to assume that wherever this dragon came from, He's not there anymore. He could be anywhere. Any of these could be anywhere. They could be through any one of these points. He points to all of the, the archways. Um, I, I I think we have to assume that. So I don't know. I mean, I, I agree these are dangerous. I don't know if we just tank the place just yet. Because it might be our only ticket to figure out more of what's going on. Aaron says, Calere... Have you ever thought how you're going to find Sayadi? Doesn't this guarantee a doorway that's at least close to him? Clary kind of gathers her thoughts in a way that's like somber, you know, like rage behind 
not misunderstanding, but rage behind, like kind of uh, fighting back a feeling of defeat. Um, and she says, um, yes, I, I know there's, this is the closest we've gotten to knowing where he is. And these portals allow us to, to travel far, but I can't allow a multitude of those things. And she ports, points at the Charka, the Bogarts, and the Charka, like cleric, ex-cleric, and says, I can't allow a multitude of these to inhabit this place and to wreak havoc. You all know loss. You all know what it's like to lose those close to you. Do you wish the same on the people of this plane? What do we do? Do we allow them to freely come in here on the off chance I can find where that foul dragon is? Claire, I'm pretty sure they already have freely gone. I think they've already gone where they're going. Frizzikig, did you not hear? The multitude, the majority of their army is still behind that portal. How do we know? Of when, course, maybe a few through? came through, we're, we're, but there's we're... still thousands upon thousands of these still in the Mwangi ready to come through. This is Okay, let's backtrack a little bit, just, just so I understand what's going on. When was the last time, like, when, when did she say she left the Mwangi and she saw all of it? Who? A couple weeks, right? Renale. Yeah, it's been a couple, it's been a couple weeks. weeks. It's been at least a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. So that's so, okay. I wanted portals, to make sure. That's what I thought. I wanted to make sure. Also, the tie-in is that these they were Charka and Bogards here and Cultists here said they wanted to go back and get the rest of yeah, the army. They were separate. So oh, that I implies that, that okay, they haven't okay, come okay, through okay. yet. Okay. 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 I missed that. Just needed to. I I felt like I was missing something. Um. My daddy, growing up, uh, my father <laughs> had mounted his great sword um, up above the fireplace and it was, it was covered in runes and, and I know it had taken many lives but he always told me that it wasn't the strength of the sword that made it strong but the strength of that who wielded it I don't think this place necessarily alone is evil or wrong and I'm with you, Claire. I don't want anyone using it, and I'm not really even sure all the way through how to make sure that isn't doesn't happen. But this is an artifact, and, and this could could do very good for for Galarian for the world. It could reopen an, an age that has been long long forgotten. And I'm no scholar by any means, um, but I think that if we kill the man who carries the sword and intends to do evil we could use the sword for good i i have a uh, a role that i think i need to make i want to look around i want to see if we are even capable of destroying this that, place that's like, what i was thinking yeah. engineering and, archi and architecture whichever one fits better yeah clary has a response to urkel uh, whatever they're doing this i need check. the fire yeah whatever the fire from urkel uh, uh, Clary, you respond and then roll the check. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Clary looks to Urkel and says, Look, Urkel, I understand this, but let me tell you a tale. In the nation far from this, <laughs> known as the United States of fucking America, <laughs> uh, 
Nethys granted the inhabitants of that plane the power to create a weapon that never should have been created. Of course we can hope and wish that we'll be the only ones to wield the blade. But that doesn't change the fact that it exists. And as long as it exists, the chance for multitudes of people to die for no reason exists. And you all are my family now. And if it is your choice to retain this artifact and try to find some way to control it, I will default. Because the collective wisdom of four is more than one. But, if something is to come to pass, and the guilt of allowing thousands of lives to perish falls upon our shoulders, let it be known that I will be the first to say, I fucking told you so. <laughs> <laughs> Urkel nods folds his arms and Clary is just going to allow them to make the check and okay. hold off on trying to destroy yeah. anything for now yeah give me architecture so excited that I get to use this it was a good <laughs> roll that's a 28 um Frizzigig you kind of like kind of like look around and you can like walk over and touch the stone all of the stone that's like 2000 years old it looks like impeccable like it looks like it was like made yesterday and mm -hmm. when you like press it you feel like a hum of like magic energy and you kind of look and you make the assessment that the only thing powerful enough to scratch or destroy any of the stone would be and you look over and you see the massive dragon fire like scorched stains right and you think like no bomb you could ever make would match that yeah he uh for getting, he's inspecting the wall he pulls several different things out of his backpack. One of those is the piece of glass. That's right. I didn't forget it. It's still in my inventory <laughs> uh, and uses it to do a, uh, a hardness test. That's so funny. Going back I to my that. geology days. Yeah, uh, hardness test, man. And uh, Dr. Cole, what a man. Yeah, what a guy. Um, and uh, he's scratching like a wall with different things and he's, he's poking, he's prodding. And uh, he says, um, he's, guys, I don't, I don't think we we can get rid of this. Let me straight up honest with you. This doesn't. I'd have to. I mean, to put out this much firepower. I'd have to get. And he starts listing off all these alchemical. And he's, he's just like items and like numbers and stuff. And he's and then I have to mix it with it. Blah blah blah. blah. So I mean, if Atlantis. you guys have like hundreds of thousands of gold pieces laying around, maybe I could do it for you. But I don't I think we can do that. Big bomb. <laughs> At this, Galeria kind of turns back to, um, to Vaz. Um, I guess walks over next to Aaron says, wait, 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 oh, oh, wait, Al okay, Aaron. Should we tell Vaz that we're going to break him anyway? She believes, she seems to believe that we can. <laughs> you want to lie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's lie. Let's lie to lie. Yeah, let's lie to her. Let's lie So she'll feel bad when she goes to jail? She's going to all jail. Right, all right. Aaron, 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 I've got a great idea. Okay. We're going to walk back over there. I'm th okay. So, have you ever heard of cops? <laughs> Keepers of the law, kind of like Hell Knights, but worse. 
Okay. If any if anybody is a Disgusting. family member, I know Chance has family members sorry, as police uncle. officers. Yeah. Uh, you guys are not bad. I'm sorry for that joke. That was low hanging fruit. <laughs> um, anyway, she says, Aaron. So I'm gonna play bad guard, and you're gonna be good guard because she likes you, and she wants you to be her student. Or some erotic joke oh, that yeah. I decided not to oh, say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Aaron, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> all right, all right. Claire goes back to Vaz. Stand next, stands next to Alec. Willfully ignores him because he doesn't matter right now. Oh, um, I stand next to Alec. Hello, Alec. Great work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he. Actually, she actually turns to Alec, gives a nod, like you did your job. Thank you, Eric. Thank you for watching. Calarius also just had one HP and it's just I know she's around. she's completely. <laughs> yeah, you want you want some? Uh, I mean, we, we can uh, talk about that later. In that conversation, let me just. Uh, we'll we'll do that off air. <laughs> It'll we'll do it off air. Calari is living on rage. <laughs> I just <laughs> gonna show I just pure, unbridled rage. Adrenaline is pouring through her body. You can tell from the speech she gave Urkel for no reason because we can't even destroy these things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But she's going to walk up to Vaz and say, All right, Vaz. I had a a powwow, a huddle, a timeout, if you will, with my party members. And we decided, why the fuck not should we not destroy these hell holes? So unless you have a way or know of a way to, dis- to, to control them, I'm likely to take my greatsword and completely decimate the whole place. No. No, you you can't. These these have been here for 2000 years. Our ancestors they they, they built them and you would throw that all away. Uh, she looks around and she says, um she says to activate one of these portals, you would have to use one of the keystones. Yes, there should be a keystone keyed to each of these Ayudara. Wait, uh, wait, what what does it it look like? It says they all look different. They're they're all different. I I don't know. I don't know. I just know there is one. Do you have one? No, I did not come through the portal. Uh, You might. I'm just curious if you had one. (laughs) Frisky takes a few steps away and turns his back, and he pulls out that little fragment of that cube. And you said the whole place was like buzzing and mm-hmm. or like vibrating. And in remember when you described the cube was the or this fra- this cube fragment as as we know it. Is it is it? I feel like I remember you saying it doing the same. Do do I? Can I figure yeah. out some sort of connection between this and this place? Um, no need for a check. There, you kind of think about it, and there is no connection of this. This cube is okay. way different than this place. Okay, okay, just double checking. Good, but same kind of Good like thought. insane power. Um, I am gonna go check on the Charaka chieftain and see if there's anything res- re- like remotely like a key. Oh yeah, I'm gonna lose because he had to go through it. Yeah, I want to walk back up to Boz too. Yeah, and I go back over. Um, focusing on Clary. So you walk over to the dead, charred body of of this uh, Charaka cult leader, right? 
and you search his body. And yeah, he's got some magic armor, uh, magic rune hatchet. But you see something in his pocket. You pull out this golden arrowhead. And Clary, you have an immediate emotional attack. As your hands, fingers tremble, the last time you've seen this was it was a talisman affixed to your mother's quiver. Clary, like, takes a moment as the party's still surrounding Vaz and is kind of washed over with emotion and memory and, like, just kind of furls her brow and touches it almost to the point where, like, you know, like, if you squeeze something metal too hard, it mm-hmm. almost will, like, start to cut your hand. Like, yeah, yeah. She... Like, kind of realizes that she has one hit point and is about to kill herself and then stops. <laughs> but um, in, in all reality, like, is just kind of taken over and, like, falls to her knees. Like, holds it to her chest. And then takes a deep breath and goes back to the party and says, I, I think I've found the key to the place that we don't want anything to come from. There's there's no need to destroy anything. In kind of a defeated tone. What'd you find, Clary? Clary opens her hand and shows the talisman to the party and says... This, this is what I've, what I found. To those of you with parents still alive, to those who begot you still, still on this plane, I, I'm, I, I'm glad that you have that. I, I don't. But that aside, this is, this relic, this talisman is something my mother used to carry. And I'm just now beginning to realize the weight she carried as chief of our tribe was much greater than I had originally thought. Oh my god. Yeah. Gods. She puts it in her back and says, but that is neither that is neither here nor there. All we know is that there's no need to destroy anything. We can assure that those Charaka and Boggards and evil creatures won't be coming here. Now we just have to figure out what to do with her. Do you, Does someone give me an out-of-air um, arcana check on that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I guess we think about it. magic. Uh, 30 31. Aaron, uh, before Clary, like, kind of puts it in her bag, Aaron kind of, like, you know, can I see that real quick? And 
Aaron kind of looks at it, and Aaron, uh, you you know religion, and Claire would also recognize this, but this is um, there are inscriptions uh, devoted to Ketiphus all over this, and it acts as a holy symbol for cleric of Ketiphus, um, and when it is affixed to so, uh, an archer's quiver or in someone's pocket, um, you get a plus one item bonus to survival skill checks and attack rolls against any creature that you have designed designated as your prey for the hunt prey ranger ability. So if you're a ranger, this would like give you an extra boost to that. Um, also, um, it has a activate once per day ability reaction that if you were to ever miss an attack made with a bow, you get a plus two bonus to the attack roll. So it, it can actually turn a miss into a hit. Wow. Um, we were incoming for Kaleri. And then, yeah. And then <laughs> also, Aaron, you do identify that this is a pulsing. It appears to be some kind of magical key to some kind of magical doorway. What kind of magical doorway? <laughs> And I don't. And I what kind is it? <laughs> <laughs> like, Dang it, Jackson! <laughs> it clicks in Aaron's head. What kind of doorway it would lead to? Aaron's like, "There's a magic door here somewhere. <laughs> you gotta find it." Now, is there like, is there like in a, a, a like an indent somewhere where we would lay this, or would we touch the? Does anybody know how these work? These doors are supposed to work. Um, I don't know, maybe you just go poke it. You look around the room, Urkel looks around the room, and you spy one of the Ayudara, one of them that is intact, has images of hawks and moons interspersed with jungle vegetation and trees decorate this Ayudara with icons sacred to Ketiphus. And on its, like, top, like in the center of this thing, you see there is an indention where you could place this arrowhead. This is the door. This is the one that leads, um, I would assume, to where you're from, Galeri. There's a spot for that, uh, that little arrowhead right here. In fact, um, Aaron, could you give me a religion check? Anything for you. A crit, 29. Nice. Aaron scans the area and all of the statues in the center and all of the archways, all the Ayodara, you see that someone has devoted each of these to one of the elven pantheon. You see... You see Ketiphus, you see Alceta, you see Yorol, you see Fendelalara, I think is how you pronounce it, you see Callistra, uh, what's the one that's broken? And then the, and then the final one, you see Desna. You see six elven goddesses stand at the center, 
overlooking there each an, of their portals. Say anything? Does like he share this information with the party? Yeah, Aaron explains how these all and 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 definitely draws on Kaleri, saying that these are the Elven Pantheon and Kaleri, you know them, and names them off and tells the crew about them. This one is Ketaphis. Dumb as that. Dumb as that. And also, I, I will point out, there is... Um, right here. Sorry, I guess it's not easy to see. There is... Okay, I was wondering yeah, about that. What the giant. You do see there is... Um, there is a door. There's a double door there to another room. Now, the door that you were standing on, right? The This double door here... Or, sorry, the door that you guys are standing by, you've seen that door before. And that is the big door. And you've been, apparently, on the other side of it. Or another door that looks just like it, right? Ah, yes. But the other one you see across the way... The other one looks exactly like the other double door that you saw in the tomb upstairs. So there's two connected to Citadel Altarian or Alteran. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Are they like yeah, identical you, doors? You, yeah, they, they look like identical doors. These The double door and the single door look exactly like the ones you saw in Citadel Alteran. Can I go try and push on this double door from this side see if it like reacts or does anything the double or the single the are they both guy. right here no um Vaz, this is the one it's like oh. off math that's the single and then this is the double yeah mm -hmm. freaked out thought Vaz was running away <laughs> come back now yeah so so what do you guys do with this kind of information I'm trying to I open just up want to these push doors. on the double door. Just, just like I just want to poke at it, see if it if anything happens. Um, okay. You touch the double door, and also on the ground by it, there are two dead Charakas that you guys did not kill. Okay. Cool. Okay. Maybe I don't just. Uh, um. Uh. Can I? Can I? Uh, yeah. Make well, a connection check. It's okay. You touch the door. <laughs> you cut. You touch the door, okay. and then in Elven, it loudly mm. says in a sonorous voice in Elven, "The custodian of Alceta's ring dwells beyond. Only those who carry her blessed sign may pass." Gosh, maybe that's what the other one was saying. Um. Oh, kind of related yeah. to the information. It's, it's the exact same voice but that it you was, heard before. So it was broken up. The door yeah, was like yeah. kind of like uh, rubbed away, yeah. so it wasn't saying everything. Hmm. Somebody scratched the DVD. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Skipping. You just take yeah. us to Blockbuster, get it buffed. Alec. Re religion check on for, uh, uh, um, sorry, Aaron, and then Zach, go ahead and finish what you said. Religion. Um, I got a 14 plus a 9. Okay. Uh, you know that Alceta, and she is one of the Pantheon, and she's got one of these Iodara as well. That's devoted to her. You know that Alceta is the goddess of doorways. 
and she is actually the ones that gave the Ayudara to the elves. She's the goddess of all doorways. So, you know, it says custodian of Alceta's ring, which you would assume this what you guys are in. Only those who carry her blessed sign may pass. Hmm. In, like, relation to everything that Calarius heard from Aaron and, the like, what's going on, she says, I don't know entirely what your goal is, Aaron. I know what yours is, Frisigig and Urkel. I'm not sure, but... I do believe if we're to lay claim to this space and not allow anyone to use it for, to abuse it rather, then I believe we need to, to collect these other, these other keys to make sure that nothing comes through that shouldn't. And that will guarantee me at least the most likely way to find what I'm looking for. And there's a door on the other side of this room that we haven't checked out yet. Question for Alec as well. You think Calary is right. Um, Alec, what do you know? Do you know why there would be two similar looking doors in the middle of a Hell Knight um, fortress? Is that something that you would know? Did they build around it? Yeah, Alec. Explain. Alec. Not, not harsh, just questioning. Harsh. Alec <laughs> pulls out the blueprints that he was given by so Signifier cool. Bennett. And he shows you all. And he says, these are the official documents that the Order of the Nail had stored. And you look, and on the blueprints, that there is no, like... They were stumped. They never w- were able to get through it. Like, it was just mm. here when they built it. Okay. So, totally, um, as far as we know, coincidence. Correct. Okay. Um, do we want to go check out yeah. the door? What's in this room here? I'm going to bring, I'm gonna, like going to grab Vaz's cloak and kind of pull her with us. Okay. Not necessarily roughly, but just like, I don't want to lose track of her. As we're walking Wait, over which... there, I'd like to, to ask Vaz. Um, so this employer of yours, once you've found the room, what were your next orders? What were you to do? I was meant to document everything I found, and I was to I was to leave my documents at a drop-off point that would be later disclosed. How will you be communicated to now? A mysterious letter came by my shop, and it came multiple times. I would leave a letter outside my door, and it would be, res- and then later it would be gone, and then a new one in its place. Was it from uh, a uh, Syrian prince in debt and in need of help? Yes, I gave him all of my life savings. <laughs> I knew it. She got scammed. 
She does not say that. She does not say that. Um Let's check out this room, because I definitely think that that's a conversation for a little bit later when we're figuring out what to do with you. What's in this room, Kaleri? Yeah, there's these. There's the big door. There's the double door that Frizzigig has touched and said, "You, Urkel wants to look at the the big door." Right? Big door. Yeah. Okay. Kaleri and Urkel want to look at the big door, which is this right here. Yep. Yeah. And it is not the same as these. It is. It is a single door version, but. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. I gotta press it. Does it do the same thing? Nothing. No. No words. No nothing. But on this side, on this side, you you look and you see that there are all kinds of markings of Alceta, like religious Alceta inscriptions all over the door. Aaron, can you take a look at this? Maybe see which. Can you decipher? Is there anything? Is there like an inscription or anything? I check it out. Is there anything new or anything stick out to me? Um, yeah, you. I mean, you look at it and you see that this is what it looks like if the other side wasn't all scratched up and like erased. Okay. So, it's but it, it's essentially it's essentially door. It's a door devoted to the goddess of doorways, but it's like sealed shut. There's no handle or anything on it. And this goes mm. to hell. I we could assume. Or um, Citadel Alteran, we can assume. Do I know what her mark would be? Yes. So with your religion okay, check, well. you would know what her what her um, her blessed sign would look like. You draw it on a piece of paper. Okay. You draw it on a piece of paper. Magically. And. You, I mean, yeah, you draw on a piece of paper. Do you hold it up to the door or something? Yeah. No, I take it. I take a string and I make a sign and I wear it on my chest. Okay. Yeah, a little, little paper clip to your yeah. to your <laughs> clothes. And Aaron, as you get within like five feet of this door, it immediately kind of slowly sw- like swings open or like kind of like disappears. And you look, and you're looking into the bottom of the stairwell of Citadel Alteran. Holy. Actually, it's more like it becomes ethereal and you're able to pass through it. So it doesn't even open. It just, like, no longer becomes material. Well, that's cool. This is too much for my little, small financial brain. The, 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 okay. The Citadel was built on top of something. Something very important. And then those are those have like have got to be the only two pieces of it left. It's nuts. Well try the other door, Aaron. Try the other one. I jaunt on over to the other side of the room. And uh, I say, Hello, it's me. You hear a voice says says Enter. Yes, ma'am. Enter though or thou who carries her blessed sign. And as you look, you now look with like new eyes now that you have this thing and you see that there is a 10 foot tall. One of the doors that you saw is actually a 10 foot tall, like giant golem. Oh, Oh, posing as a door. And it like 
it like one door opens and this door and this like door like materializes as a soldier and it turns sideways till you pass. Holy cow. I'm getting some Whoa. Right, I'm getting Whoa. some solo leveling vibes. Oh yeah. The first Absolutely. few. Mm. Um That's nutty. And you enter. That's kind of scary. If we went about this the wrong way, we'd be fighting that dude. Yeah. Somebody's bedroom. There's a bedroom that has a golem god in it. Um, and you go in, and you find a plain rectangular room. It contains several empty chests, uh, uh, old wooden tables, and mostly barren shelves. It may have once has been used as a vault or a records room, but today only a few scraps of uh, crumpled pieces of empty paper remain. And you look ahead and like here-ish, you know, along the other side of the door, you see another pair of like double doors. What? So there's nothing else in this room other than these double doors? You look and give me a perception check, Aaron. Okay. Um, I got a 17. Aaron, you look around and there is only one thing left in this room. And it's lying on a, it's like lying on the floor. Someone says they discarded it. But it appears to be a simple iron key. Like something a Castellan or Major Domo would carry on her key ring. But it seems to pulse with magic. Ooh. Arcana check. It's a 28. This is a steward's iron key. It is a it is a magical item of those um, worshippers of Alceta. When in hand, you can use the open-close um, cantrip at will. And once per day, you can speak the command word and use the spell knock. Oh! Yes! That's, that's super cool. Says, though Alceta's church may use more elaborate keys for important ceremonies, the goddess's humble nature means most magical keys crafted by her followers are nondescript items such as this one. Ah, uh, I see. I know this is going to. I wink at Urkel from a distance away. I, I, Who, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> and so, wait, did you see... Did you say that um, there's more doors in here? There's another set of doors. Yeah, like right. another set of double doors that look exactly like the one you walked through. I walk up to it and like I'm trying to get a security camera's mm -hmm. attention. And I kind of you approach this one and this one says, "Enter, but follow." And it kind of like spazzes, and then it reveals another door and then another like door warden, but this one appears to be like kind of decayed or old or like it's door part has been like scratched off and so the magic is worn away but it's kind of faulty um but as aaron does this i need urkel to kind of give me a perception check as he kind of yeah. is looking in he's like yeah, oh this yeah, is yeah. vaults i know what vaults are i know where you keep things 
18. Okay. Urkel, knowing vaults and working at a bank, you know where you would place something like this. And you look in probably the most important spot of this, and you rummage and you feel a little give in one of the spots, and you pull and you see something pop or come loose in a piece of parchment, two pieces of parchment, fall down. Bingo. Every time. Uh, Aaron, what are these? What's on well, the mic? Going, yeah, well, what's before, on the mic? Am I going down like a thousand doors or something? Before, you know, before you say that, Urkel, you, one thing appears to be a letter and the other appears to be something relatively familiar. You look at the letter and you read and it says says this place has been emptied the order of the rack are soon on their way I've taken utmost care to warn all the order of the nail to run and never stop but to anyone order of the nail if you're brave or stupid or perhaps some grave digger from very far future from now if you find this place and you are reading this then you can keep this document Signed Lictor Lucian, Lucian vote. vote. And you move the letter. Move the letter. And you find a gilded, golden and gray, or like kind of coated gold leaf piece of parchment. And it says The Deed of Citadel Alteran. Whoever yeah! may possess. And that's the end of disc one. What? We got a freaking we castle. We have a castle. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Bramble. Bramble bashers. Looks my like uh, we got a back cave. <laughs>